welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, Emmanuel. I hope you're all doing good. I will say, oh, I was about to say I'm not doing good. I'm actually doing better today. I've been sick all week. No, not all week. Sorry, I'm so dramatic. I just love to over-exaggerate everything. I think you probably all know that by now. Anyway, I was pretty bad-bound for a solid two days and it, it was so annoying because basically I woke up on Monday and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give myself the day off today. I was just really feeling, the sun was out. I really wanted to read some of my book and I just decided, yeah, I'm just going to have this day to myself. And then I got sick on Tuesday and Wednesday. So I basically just had three days of doing absolutely sweet fuck all, which it sounds nice. Like on Monday, that's what I wanted. But when it's forced upon you by being sick, it's not quite the same. I was itching to get out of my house and I actually on the second day it got to like 6pm and I was like I actually can't do this anymore and I took myself off on a big long walk and went walked to a bookshop just for a bit of retail therapy in the bookshop. You know what there's actually nothing I love more than just spending an hour in a bookshop just reading the blurbs of books and looking at all the new books that are out and the new covers there's something so calming and peaceful about it that is like up there with my top hobbies to do solo I thought the fresh air would do me the world of good and then I got home and I was just fucked for the rest of the night (laughs) went straight to bed I've honestly never slept so much in my life as I have this week every morning I wake up and I'm like oh my god another 13 hour sleep like my mum is literally like do you do anything apart from sleep (laughs) she's like baffled every morning I wake up and then I've slept for that long I'm baffled as well but I think that's just how your body responds to illnesses isn't it it's like sleeping mortified off dare I say it could well have been covid because I have heard of a lot of people getting covid recently and I when I put up on my story that I was feeling sick and that there's something in the air the amount of people being like girl it's probably covid but how do people even like i don't have covid tests anymore are people still keeping them in their house i didn't even know that was like where do you get them they used to give them out for free in the pharmacies didn't they i wouldn't even know how you get them anymore anyway i'm over it now thank god i had a bit of a reset day yesterday to just get me back into the routine into the swing of things went to pilates made some nice healthy meals also filmed them for tiktok love that for me doing all my cooking content i actually made a really really banging vegan chicken wait vegan butter chicken curry last night 10 out of 10 if i do say so myself look out for the recipe guys wait let's actually backtrack a bit speaking of books when i was in waterstones the other day i bought so i had a little voucher to spend from my birthday which was like a good three months ago now but I was on a bit of a book buying ban because I just have so many that I haven't read physical and on my kindle and I was like I actually just can't buy anymore until I've read them but then I was like no this is a voucher it's different and I need to buy something for my sanity right now so I went to Norton's and I bought Conversations on Love which has been recommended to me by quite a few people the one that's sticking out the most is the fact that Paul Meskel recommended it on a podcast that I listened to once. So, you know, anything that Paul Meskel reads, I, yeah, I'm a sucker for it. I'll buy it 100%. Then next thing I bought was Notes on Heartbreak. 
I don't know if anyone actually recommended this one to me, but it kept coming up. When I was going through a breakup, it kept coming up as like a good book to read. I'm past that, but I just thought, I saw it in person and I, was, and I read the blurb and I thought, you know what, this actually sounds really good. And then when I put it on my story, a lot of people replied to the picture saying this book was amazing. So I'm actually quite excited to read that. And then another one I got was Exciting Times by Nisha Dolan, who... I haven't read any of her books yet, but I've seen a lot of people comparing her to like the new Sally Rooney. She's an Irish author and you know what? I do just like novels when they're kind of based in Ireland. There's something really nice and nostalgic and like comforting about books being set in Ireland and like knowing the places that they're referring to. I quite like that. Yeah, so that's the three books I bought the other night. I will keep you updated once I read them. I've been terrible with reading since I kind of semi got back into it when I was in London because being on the tube forces me to read because you don't get signal on it. And then I just like fell off it straight away when I came back to Belfast. But I am like making it my mission to get back in the reading buzz. So I'm currently reading, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? In Order to Live. And it's about that girl, it's like a memoir, kind of. Well, it's told as if it's a story, like as if it's a fiction book, but it is about her life. Like, I think it's all real. So, and it, yeah, it's about her life in growing up in North Korea and her escape, basically. It's incredible. I'm like just over halfway, I would say. But I reckon I could sit down and get it done in literally a day because it's it's that engaging and it's just like insane. It's very heart-wrenching. I have heard a couple of criticisms of it though, people coming out and saying that she's talking shit, but you know what, who is going to let the truth get in the way of a good story? That's what I say. And for all we know, the people claiming that she's not speaking the truth could literally be like, you know, North Korea till I die defenders. You'll never know. So that's a little reading update for y'all. Hopefully by the time we speak next week, I will have more to fill you in on on that front or well maybe not next week maybe a few weeks time let's do pit and peak of the week my pit this week was just being sick oh it was really not a nice illness as well like I would say I'm a pretty good sufferer like you know those people and they're just bad sufferers cough cough my dad cough <laughs> literally just gets like a slight headache and he's like oh Oh my god, I'm so ill. I'm so ill, guys. Everyone look after me. <laughs> I literally can't go into work. And you're like, okay. I'm not like that at all. I don't like people... Well, when I'm really ill, I like people... I like people giving me attention. I like people feeling sorry for me. But if I'm not that unwell, I just won't even mention it. But this is like really bad like I couldn't just get on with it type of thing and it was like you know that headache behind your eyes that almost feels like a migraine but it's not it's like tension and soreness behind your eyes my bones were achy like my my whole back was sore my temperature kept going up and down yeah it just wasn't nice so that is my pit my peak of this week mm, nothing particular is standing out to me but over the last week, I have had a good few friends that have been home in Belfast that I haven't seen in ages, so that's a bit of a peak, I guess. My friend was home from Australia, my other friend was home from London, and then my other friend was home from Manchester, and yeah, well, 
I see the one that was in, that's in London quite a lot, but the other two I don't see that often. So it was just nice to see them. Oh my god, as well. Sorry, this isn't a peak. I just want to talk about this. But I went mattress shopping on Sunday with my parents because they also happened to need a new mattress. This is the thing, right? Because we got our house renovated 15 years ago. And I think the kind of life on a lot of appliances and things like mattresses and things would be about 15 years. Would that be right? I don't really know. That's just a guess. But everything kind of seems to be going at the exact same time. Like within the space of a year, we've had to get a new fridge, a new uh, a new oven, our coffee machine's about to break. I'm having to get a new mattress. They're having to get a new mattress. I just feel like it's all happening within this year. So yeah, anyway, we all went mattress shopping together. Actually a really fun time getting to t- test out all the mattresses. The difference between them all is insane. In your head, you'd think, yeah, you can get a cheap mattress, you can get an expensive mattress, that's it. The range of like softness and foaminess and then firmness of different mattresses that you can get is wild. And then also seeing the difference of people's taste is crazy because my parents liked completely different mattresses to what I liked. Like I would lie on ones and be like, oh my God, no, I feel like I'm being swallowed whole by this because they're too sinky. Do you know what I mean? But I'm very, very excited to get myself a new mattress because... I swear to God, the one I have at the minute, it was probably, it's probably so long overdue being replaced, to be honest, because it literally dips so much in the middle to the point that I wake up with a sore back. It's not good. But what I did learn from going and testing out mattresses is that I like a firm mattress. I think I already knew that because I feel like a lot of the hotels, hotel beds you would go to would be a more firm mattress and I always sleep very well in them. And also in my sister's spare room, I always have the best night's sleep of my life when I'm in her spare room and her and that mattress is pretty firm so yeah I mean it didn't really come as a surprise to me but now I'm scared like if I go for a too firm of a mattress is it gonna be because obviously when you're testing it out I was just lying on my back because I generally would fall asleep lying on my back but like what if you were to roll on your side on the firm mattresses and then it's like not even comfortable because it's that firm that's what I'm kind of scared of because I didn't really test them out on my side because in my head I was like well when I do fall asleep it's usually on my back but I do kind of toss and turn for a bit until I get comfy all right my recommendation for this week it's actually gonna be another podcast I know last week it was a podcast as well I'm really I'm just in my podcast era I'm really smashing them out as in constantly listening to them I actually can't be in silence at the minute it's a bit of a problem and it's probably why I'm not coming up with any ideas for my own podcast because I don't give my brain any space to think. (laughs) Yeah, so this week's recommendation is the Cancelled podcast. It's one of the only podcasts I just watch. Like most podcasts I listen to, just the audio version of them, I rarely watch the video version of any podcast. But this podcast is one that I only watch the video version of. In fact, maybe... Can you only get it in video? For I don't know. It's called The Cancelled Podcast. It's the one with Tana Mojo and her friend Brooke. Look, I know Tana is problematic. I know she's had a lot of controversy in her past, done some very questionable things, but I just love the tea from her. I find her so entertaining and I could honestly just sit there and watch them two for hours, the way they bounce off each other. And in fact, that is exactly what I do. Sit there and watch them for hours. Words of the week. Let's go. Oh, I feel like I need a little jingle for that. Do you know what I mean? So it goes, words of the week. (laughs) I'll look into that. 
Okay, you are not a before and after story. You are fluid, multi-layered, ever-changing. You don't need to prove you've made it to some other side. You can just be you now. Right, I'll be real with you guys. We don't really have a set topic on this week's episode. Sometimes it's nice to to not have a set topic and to just... I don't know, be a little bit all over the place. Sometimes I smash out the topics. Like there's times where I'll have two months of having solid topics week on week and then my brain goes dead for a while because I'm like, okay, that was a lot. Let's do something a bit more lighthearted and fun, yeah? (laughs) And I feel like that's the space I'm in right now. So I have done a couple of question boxes on my stories and first we're going to play a game of smash or pass. I've never done that before on the pod and then we've got some other funny things coming up. Okay, smash or pass, let's see. When I first sent this, everyone was just sending me in men's names and I had to put up another story and be like, guys, please, I don't want to just have to smash or pass men. Like, (laughs) I was thinking maybe fashion trends and foods or I I don't know, just anything, not just men. (laughs) But you guys were just literally constantly giving me men. So there's probably going to be a lot of that in here. First up, Ryan Gosling. I'm not going to lie, it's a pass for me. I, okay. I can see the attraction. I'm not like, I'm not blind. I'm not stupid. I get that he is good looking, a good looking man. He wouldn't be my type. So I'm going to have to pass on that. And you know what? I think the Barbie movie put me off of him even more. I think that made me be like, oh no, ick. That is the ick right there. I can't get that image out of my head. But if you had have asked me that when I'd only seen him, maybe when I was way younger and I didn't really know what my type was and I'd seen him in like, Wait, I was going to say The Notebook. He's in The Notebook, right? Is Ro- Oh my god, wait. Sorry, I'm just going to need to check this before. Ryan Gosling. Notebook. Yeah, that is him, right? Oh my god, he's not even hot there. <gasps> okay. I've been deceived. I feel like I used to think he was hot and not when I was younger. I mean, you know what? It just goes to show you how your type changes. Uh, Yeah, it's a pass for me. Paul Maskell smash obviously you know what I can see how people don't think he's that good looking like I get it he's a very boy next door like plays Gaelic football kind of a generic face that you would see in Ireland quite a lot but that's kind of like the the uh what's the word the endearing thing about him no Uh, yeah smash I don't and then everyone's like it's literally just because of the character he played in Normal People. But if you actually deep the character he played, you wouldn't want to be with that. <laughs> like, it's giving emotionally unintelligent Irish boy in his first relationship. We've all been there. We've all experienced that. No one wants to experience that again. So I don't actually think it was that character. I think it was maybe just, maybe it could have been the Gaelic shorts. <laughs> okay next Killian Murphy smash obviously I don't even need to elaborate on that have you seen the the man's eyes although I've watched him in interviews and he definitely is like peak when he's playing Thomas Shelby but who was I speaking about this with the other day and they were like like surely if you're his wife you'd just be like just get that haircut just get the Thomas Shelby haircut you've never looked better but I also get that he doesn't want to be a character he wants to be himself (laughs) right people need to stop just giving me irish men there's so many of them in here rugby boys i'm gonna pass on that um harry styles smash 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 timothy shall pass 
pass. Look, again, I can see that he's a pretty boy, but pretty boys, they're not just not really my type. Okay, Jake Gyllenhaal's mask. Jake Gyllenhaal in, oh, what's that movie? What's that movie where the person gets kidnapped? I can't even remember, but he smash every day of the week and that uh <laughs> gherkin slash pickles smash in fact smash so hard that i will drink the pickle juice from the jar croc boots i have tried to delve into the croc world and quite epically failed i bought myself a pair of the big platform yellow crocs i want to say two years ago thinking these are so cute. I love them on other people. Like imagine a little summer dress frogging around the place or even just, yeah, I don't know. I was picturing them with lots of things. And then when it actually comes to it, I'd put them on and be like, there's literally a hundred other pairs of shoes in my wardrobe that I would rather wear than these right now. And now I'm selling them on Depop. They haven't gone up yet, but yeah, check my Depop for my Crocs that have been worn once. <laughs> okay, sunglasses all year round smash but I don't do this and only because Belfast is very grey and it would actually just be kind of embarrassing if you wore sunglasses all year round but in places where it's cold but sunny i.e anywhere outside of Ireland (laughs) like when I'm in London in the winter and it's got like bright frosty days I'd wear sunglasses then no problem but yeah as long as it's weather permitting in terms of light permitting girl dinner smash Sometimes it is so necessary. Knee-length denim shorts. Smash. I actually love this, you know. Denim on denim. Smash. I love a full denim fit. I am so here for that. Birkenstocks. Smash. Obviously. Although sometimes I do. Right. I love them. But then sometimes I catch sight of myself in them and I'm like, no, get yourself a nice sandal what are you doing like yeah for the everyday versatile sandal that is good for walking around the place in and also looks okay yeah but like why are you wearing a nice dress at the Birkenstocks Emma pull yourself together (laughs) I've been thinking about this recently I'm because I'm going on holiday soon I need to get a new, new pair of sandals I was thinking of getting secondhand docks okay socks and sandals smash obviously socks and sliders as well smash battered Mars bar no I'm gonna have to pass on that one do you know what's good though has anyone ever had barbecued Mars bar that hits different oh my uncle used to do this thing right where he would get a banana so he'd unpeel the banana put it in a thing of tinfoil and then cut little slices into it and then cut up a Mars bar into thin slices and slot the Mars bar slices into the banana and then fold up the tinfoil and put it on the barbecue sensational like maybe up there with one of the best desserts I've ever had in my life serve that with a bit of ice cream unbelievable I know what you're going to say for this one but the trend of a skirt over jeans smash I know everyone else is saying pass but it's a smash for me sometimes though this is one of those trends and I'm sorry but it does just look better on tall people and I am evidently not tall and sometimes I catch sight of myself when I'm wearing this and I'm like Maybe that is a bit of a nick, but I don't care because I'm rocking it. <laughs> okay. Um, hairy thighs on girls. I'm a hairy thighs girl. <laughs> I am that bitch that will just shave my 
calves because I can't be bothered doing the whole leg. And also because your thigh hairs, they're thinner, they're lighter. Who cares? Free the hairy legs, guys. Come on, smash. Audiobooks. Something I've been trying to smash, but haven't really been succeeding in smashing. But I'm not going to pass on it because I am here for the audiobooks. I think it's just important to find the ones that you like. One I really liked, I think I did talk about it before, it was called I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. That was an incredible audiobook. I've got a few more downloaded. I'll get back into them soon. The infamous avocado and baked beans on toast. Look, don't knock this one until you've tried it. I'm saying smash, but it's not a smash every morning of the week kind of thing. In the same way my sister does. Like, yeah, every now and then it's a smash. Claw clips smash, although they don't always really work with my hair, but I have been trying to make it work recently because I'm really trying to figure out other styles that I can wear once my curls go to shit that isn't just like slicked back and look like an absolute egg. And I think claw clips is a good way of doing that. So yeah, we'll say smash on the claw clips, but I'm really, really jealous of those girls with like really nice hair that just throw it up in a claw clip and it literally looks really put together. That's not me. I wish it could be. Spicy food smash. Bangs slash fringes. Oh my god, smash on other people, but absolute pass on me. Does anyone remember when I got a fringe? It was hellish. It was actually horrific. Well, um, it looked good when I styled it and when I put makeup on, but the thing is, you don't always want to style it and put makeup on. So then I'd just be like sitting at home all the time with it either clipped back or tied up and looking stinking. Yeah, that's a hard pass for a fringe for me. I will never go back to that again. I was so excited to grow that shit out. Pineapple on pizza smash. I mean, it wouldn't be my order every single time, but I I read it. Ballet pumps. This is another one. It suits the tall girls. Oh, maybe, oh, maybe it does. I just wouldn't like this on me. Pass for me. Smash on some people. Smash on probably anyone else apart from me. <laughs> Do you know when you just have those things in your head where things just don't look good in you, even though they probably are fine? You're just like deeping it. I don't know. Men in Chelsea boots. Hard pass. Anyone in Chelsea boots? Pass for me. I'm sorry. I can't, I just can't get on board. It screams River Island 2012. I get my years mixed up. I don't really know when that was, but yeah. It's giving me in second year with skinny jeans, Chelsea boots, and a probably a Jacques Wills, Jacques? <laughs> what? Probably a Jack Wills gilet thrown in there. Blazers for casual wear. Pass. I cannot deal with this when people put on like a gym set like leggings and a sports bra and then a blazer and trainers it's giving pilates at nine corporate meeting at ten <laughs> sweet and salty combo smash i am a huge fan of this this is why i like pineapple on pizza and this is why i like i would often put like fruit in my salads at the cinema i would always get mixed popcorn sweet and salty it's elite and I have this really clear memory of when I was younger like when I was in first year in school we used to all go to this bus stop outside our school and beside the bus stop was a centra and everyone would just like 
I would like intentionally not get the first bus home so because it was kind of like the hangout spot after school you know so I'd wait around there for like an hour while everyone was getting their buses and then finally I'd be like okay I'll get in the next bus but yeah we used to all go to Centra and get snacks and just like chill at the bus stop and I have such a clear memory of me always either getting the hot potato cubes like from the deli and then a bar of chocolate and eating like squares of chocolate with the potato cubes at the same time or else if I didn't have the money for the potato cubes then I would get a packet of ready salted crisps or a sweet mm, no maybe not salt and vinegar I don't know I think it was ready salted maybe salt and vinegar but anyway I get a pack of crisps and a chocolate bar and I do it with that I don't know this it really just hits different that sweet and salty taste in your mouth Rip tights, fashion trend. I'm going to pass on that. Very baggy jeans, smash. I am a very baggy jeans kind of gal. Uh, low-waisted trousers, smash. But probably not when I'm going out for a meal. <laughs> Although, yeah, no, all the time I'd say smash, actually. Just maybe not all the time with a crop top if I'm like, you know, I want a bit of room there to be able to eat as much as I want um let's see cowboy boots smash although it did take me a while to buy a pair I feel like people have been wearing cowboy boots for a good while and I only got a pair at Christmas and not because I didn't like them before I really actually loved the trend I think uh I was just very much a trainer's girl and now I've grown up and I've actually decided to buy other shoes so that's good for me bit of progress Brown mascara, smash. I love brown mascara. I don't know if you've seen in some of my Get Ready With Me's on TikTok recently, but I've been using brown mascara so much. The Sculpted by Amy one is really good if you're looking for a brown mascara recommendation. It kind of just looks like it is black, but it's just a bit softer and nice. Yeah, I don't know. I really like it. Okay, denim maxi skirts. It's going to be a pass for this. You know what? I actually do see some people look really cool in these. And hats off to you if that's if you're one of those people. However, I just picture it on myself, and all I can see is just a little like, uh, what do you call that religion? Is it brethren when the ladies wear the long maxi denim skirts? That's all I can see in myself. So it's a pass for me. Shein pass. <laughs> Olives smash. I fucking love a good olive, especially on holiday. Oh. oh. It's so late when you're on holiday and you're getting cocktails or beers and then they give you the little thing of olives and nuts. Mayo and chips smash, obviously. Marmite. Marmite pass, but I don't think I've tried it in the way that I should. Like I've only ever dipped my finger in it or I feel like the way you're supposed to eat or marmite is spread really thin and like with something else, like with avocado or people have it with cheese on toast and stuff so I need to try it properly before I give you my honest opinion on this because I do think it kind of smells like something I would like but yeah as I said just the ways I've tried it I've been like oh my god that's stinking but I was probably way younger as well Taylor Swift smashed I wouldn't identify as a Swifty however I'd be lying if I told you I wouldn't have the best night of my life at one of her concerts singing my heart out. So yeah, definitely smash. But also I wouldn't be like setting my alarm and spending thousands, well, maybe not thousands, but hundreds of pounds on tickets to go see her 
But you can bet I've got a Taylor Swift playlist and I do be singing that like there's no tomorrow when I'm driving. Frozen peas as a snack? Are you okay? I'm going to pass on that and I'm a big pea fan. Like I would eat bowls of peas for my dinner sometimes if I can't be bothered cooking or times when I've been really skint or if I didn't have time to go to the supermarket and I have a bag of frozen peas, I will literally eat a bowl of peas with sriracha for my dinner. So I'm a big pea fan but I'm sorry I cannot get on board with a frozen pea snack. Get a life. No, I'm joking. That is scary. Ketchup pasta. I would have said to master this when I was a kid, but I'm sorry if you're over the age of 11 and you're still eating ketchup pasta. Grow up. <laughs> it's funny as well because literally all of my housemates in first and second year all ate ketchup pasta. The freaks. And they'd put loads of cheese over it and ketchup. Look, uh, I don't know. I There was a time in my life where this was like genuinely one of my favourite meals. Pasta with grated cheese, chopped up ham and ketchup all over it. But the thought of that now makes my tummy actually do somersaults. Yeah, no, I just can't get on board with that. Like, what's wrong with a bit of pesto? Dave, smash. Obviously, mash, beans and gravy. No, 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 no. Pass. Hard pass. Anything, once you have beans in a meal, it's illegal for any other sauce to be on that plate, I say. If I was to go to a cafe and they didn't have beans, first of all, I'd be very disappointed, but then I'd be looking for the sriracha. That's option number one. Option number two would be to look for the ketchup. Three, maybe brown sauce, but I'm not a big brown sauce lover. But the second there is beans, no sauces are required. The sauce is the beans. The beans are the sauce. Uggs. You know what, weirdly, I actually do quite like the fact that the Ugg trend came back. Although I will say the big tall ones are actually stinking. They really are giving like skinny jeans with the big Uggs over them and Abercrombie hoodies, you know. But I do kind of rate the mini ones and the, you know, like the, what do you call them? Where they kind of just look like the slippers. I have two pairs of them. My sister gave me a pair and also then I bought a pair of the like, the ones that look like the puffer material and they're made from recycled materials they're the vegan ones they kind of look like the north face slide on ones they're really cool so smash on the uggs colleen hoover books colleen hoover blew up last summer a few of her books went really viral on tiktok and then she started getting a lot of sorry not her personally but then like there was a lot of talk of then people being like oh i don't get the hype like it's literally young adult books it feels very young Colleen Hoover writes a variation of, uh, how do you say, like, of books for, like, different demographics. So you need to look up what books for what kind of age group, what is suitable for, because there's no point going in and reading all of her books, because you'll literally be like, what the fuck, I feel like I'm reading something I should have read when I was 12 years old. Whereas some of her other ones are really mature and actually to the point that you wouldn't want like a young teenager going anywhere near them Uh, (laughs) and they're quite like deep and quite uh, also kind of scary like low-key quite scary at times what was it Layla and what was the other one Verity that was the other one they were my two favorites so yeah Colleen Hoover books the ones for older people smash but just don't go in 
Don't read one and be like, oh my God, that was amazing. I love Colleen Hoover's writing. I'm going to buy every single Colleen Hoover book now and read them all because you will be disappointed. Just look up what is actually for like our age group and then you'll enjoy those ones hopefully. Okay, kombucha. Smash, smash, smash. They put a sick face beside this. How dare you? How dare you talk badly of my lovely little fizzy, vinegary, fruity drink? <laughs> when you put it like that, it sounds gross. Adam Sandler outfits. Smash. Hard smash. Spicy margaritas. Smash. No one's giving me any past ones here. Spicy margs are my favourite cocktail. 100% smash. Oh, here's a pass. Boiled eggs at a picnic. Nah, you've got to be some type of twisted to be cracking out the boiled eggs at a picnic. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> drinking, just drinking shots on a night out. Does anyone do this? Do people, oh my God, I bet there are people that do this. Don't like a long drink, so they just have shots. This would be a pass for me. Solely for the reason that I like the I like the act of holding a drink. And in fact, that is often why I get too drunk is because I feel like I need a drink in my hand. You know, there's nothing wrong with giving yourself half an hour of not holding a drink. Like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Give yourself a little break from going up to the bar and getting a drink. But no, the second I finish the drink, straight on to the next one. So that's the reason why I don't think this would work for me. But I mean, fair play. If it works for you, go ahead. I just, I can't imagine this sitting too well in my stomach, to be honest with you. Or anyone's for that matter. Matcha smash, but I've had lots of bad matches. Yeah, you just gotta be careful about this one. Nowhere does good matches. People's ma's walking their dogs in their dry robes. Hard pass for me. I mean, it's a pass, but also, again, I get it. It's literally called a dry robe because it keeps you dry. Like, why not use that also as a coat? I mean, you wouldn't catch me walking, like, down the Lisbon Road in my dry robe. But maybe it's a bit more justifiable if you lived along the sea, like, by the coast. Because everyone wears dry robes over there. I don't know. Do you know what? Now that I say it, it's quite icky. Just put on your puffer coat. Okay, let's move on to the next one. That's enough of the smash passes. <laughs> this one... I've said, finish this sentence, the feminism leaving my body when? <laughs> I feel like these are going to be some funny responses. The feminism leaving my body when a guy offers to carry my suitcase up and down the steps to the train. Yep. Or the accommodation or just like literally steps anywhere. The feminism leaving my body when anything happens to my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The feminism leaving my body when the bins need taken out. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I'm not that bad with this. I will take a bin out. But I have actually met people that are literally like, no, that's not my job. The feminism leaving my body when there's a spider. Yeah. I'll put a cup or a bowl over a spider. I am not killing that thing. I, that is not getting like grabbed between my hands and the tissue paper. Absolutely not. The feminism leaving my body when he's six foot three and over. Fair. The feminism leaving my body when I got laser hair removal. <laughs> the feminism leaving my body when the water bottle needs to be filled in bed. <laughs> 
the feminism leaving my body when putting weights on the bar in the gym that's a man so oh come on you can't be getting random men to put your the weights on the bar you are gonna lift like you're literally gonna lift that weight <laughs> that's ridiculous the feminism leaving my body when the grass needs to be cut i can't say i've ever cut the grass before you know yeah that's not a job i've ever even tried and i don't think that's a job i ever care to try the feminism leaving my body when i see him dressed up in a suit slash kilt oh we've got a scot over here i can't say the kilt would have the same effect on me but i will agree with the suit but i get that that's like a, a cultural thing so obviously you know each to their own the feminism leaving my body when a light comes up in my dashboard literally the feminism leaving my body when he has veiny hands yes <laughs> this one's funny because <laughs> it's low-key really true the feminism leaving my body when going out and feeling really shit but get cat called 99.9% <laughs> of the time i hate it though the feminism leaving my body when i can't open a jar the feminism leaving my body when he offers to pay I mean, I'm not gonna say no. The feminism leaving my body when he gives me a nickname. Yes. The feminism leaving my body when a guy lets me jump the queue. When he has a mullet. Lots of people loving the mullet trend these days. You know what? I kind of back it. Like, there are times I see men with mullets and a moustache. And you're like, if you didn't have a mullet and a moustache, you'd be so mid. But the mullet and the moustache is really doing something. So I love that for you. Okay, the feminism leaving my body when he puts one hand behind the headrest, looks out the rear window and reverses out with the other hand spinning the wheel smoothly. Yeah, come on. There's just, there's something about this. It's a universal experience, this one. <laughs> the feminism leaving my body when my mom buys me a lingerie set. <laughs> Someone said, the feminism leaving my body when the next war begins. <laughs> I know I shouldn't be laughing about war, but that is so true. Like, me and the army? Absolutely not. <laughs> that is a man's job, thank you very much. <laughs> oh my god, I never even thought about that. The feminism leaving my body when better than revenge by taylor swift starts playing this happened to me the other day i was singing along to it and i was like wait a second <laughs> this is just like hating on the other girl but i was yeah you, you got a vibe to taylor swift the feminism leaving my body when he's six foot five and could quite literally suffocate me <laughs> no i can't i can't all right next up i said can men and women be just friends 88% said yes, 12% said no. I thought it would be a bit more balanced, you know? I thought it'd be a bit more equal. So I've asked why people think yes or no to see what the crack is here. Let's read out some of your responses. Oh, that's interesting. Someone said, I did my thesis on this in uni. It's It was really disturbing. Women can, most men can't. That's interesting. That's backed up by her research. I used to think yes until slowly all my boyfriends proved me wrong, lol. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> um, 
for women we can be but i think men will always be tempted for something more i think your morals and views is what unite people and all genders can have similar views um consciously yes but biologically we can't help but be driven by reproduction that's an interesting way to look at it not everything has to have hidden meaning slash be sexual yeah i agree i have lots of boyfriends and i would kind of think not that i would think it was weird yeah actually you know what yeah if i if i was going out with someone and they didn't have any girlfriends i would think it's a bit like why like it wouldn't how do i describe this it obviously wouldn't bother me because at the end of the day you're not having to deal with them having loads of girlfriends but not that that would bother me in the first place but how do i describe this it would make me question a bit like oh do you only see women as that do you know like you can you can only see that you, you can't just have a friendship with women is that not a bit of a red flag i don't know um let's see someone else said only if they don't find each other attractive yes to an extent meeting up at every weekend at this age when you can barely fit in seeing your girl besties never mind a boy bestie chilling in a house watching movies as well no of course the same as platonic friendships can exist between lgbtq plus individuals etc yeah you know what i completely stand by the point that there can be if there's an attraction from one side then that person is maybe always going to want to shoot their shot which can maybe be the issue a lot of the time but like maybe there needs to be some boundaries in place so that you know if you are in a relationship then the other person's not uncomfortable with the fact that you're spending time with this person but ultimately I do think that men and women can just be friends I just yeah I think there's obviously like scenarios when it doesn't work actually I've got a story about this so I used to have this boy best friend years and years ago now and we spent a lot a lot of time together and it was always completely platonic like when I say it was the most platonic friendship I cannot stress that enough to the point that like we would have sleepovers and yeah just like spend a lot of time together and it was never ever ever anything more we ended up not living in the same place anymore and then it was like over Christmas or something and he was home and I was like oh let's get a boo gym or something haven't seen you in ages and he was like oh I don't think my girlfriend would be okay with that now bear in mind getting a boo gym is maybe one of the most platonic things that you could possibly do in Belfast (laughs) as a friend like no one's going to anyone's house no one's sitting in like a nice restaurant sit down dinner no one's having a drink like you're literally getting a burrito in like a fast food style shop sitting down on like high benches and eating probably one of the messiest meals that you could possibly eat like the biggest sloppiest burritos ever and then leaving like if that isn't a platonic thing that two friends can do then what is if I was supposed to be going around to his house and watching a movie and he turned around and said that, I'd have been like, okay, fair enough. Shall we get a boo gym then instead? But because he said that that wouldn't make her, that she wouldn't be very happy with that, I was like, oh, right. Well, there's literally nothing else I can suggest then. So that just implies that I actually just can't see you at all. And that was literally just kind of the end of our friendship. 
How sad is that? I was really upset after that. And look, I completely get that people have boundaries in relationships and uh, like that needs to be respected. And I wasn't angry at him or her. How do I describe this? I wasn't going to have a go at him for that. And I wasn't also going to have a go at his girlfriend for saying that. Like if that's a boundary in your relationship, that's fine. But I was really upset that our friendship couldn't go on just because the other person was in a relationship because if I had if I was the person in a relationship I wouldn't have let that friendship go and one of my best friends is a male and like I would be really really offended if my boyfriend turned around and said to me that he wasn't comfortable with that friendship because I don't know I think I genuinely would just be offended I'd be like in what world is this any different to my relationship with any of my other friends because it literally just is platonic I also think it's one of those ones you do have to weigh up the what a friendship means to you and what what it brings to your life and also how long they've been about. Like if they're questioning a friendship that you've had for like 15 years that has like been by your side through thick and thin through previous relationships and everything and now they're turning around and saying it doesn't make them feel comfortable. It's like they would have known you were friends with them before you got into the relationship. And it should have been an issue then and then you could have been like, okay, this is going to be an issue so I need to weigh up whether this is like going to be okay with me or not. I think it's different if someone maybe establishes a new friendship while they're in the relationship. I'm not sure where I stand on that, you know. Mm. When I was in Australia actually and I worked in a bar, a lot of the new friends I was making were males and my boyfriend at the time wasn't happy about that and he didn't it wasn't to the point where like he would be like I don't want you to be friends with them but it definitely there was a lot of jealousy and there was a lot it caused a lot of problems I would say within our relationship but maybe that was more rooted in like jealousy because of how much time I was spending with them between work and socializing outside of work Look, I think if boundaries need to be put in place whereby the other person isn't comfortable with you being like on your own with them or doing things that are quite like intimate or like deity, that's completely understandable. Do I think as a partner, you should have the right to be like, I don't want you to be friends with them anymore? No, I don't think that's right. I I personally would never feel comfortable saying something like that to someone I think by all means if like the level of friendship and like the intensity of it and the way they're getting on with them and the way how much time they spend together and what they do together freaks you out I think you can communicate that 100% but like I would never be comfortable with saying to someone that I think they should cut off their friendship with someone just because of how it makes me feel but then other people would maybe be of completely different opinion I don't know it is a weird one like I feel like there's so many different there's so many different points of view to this one like someone could turn around and tell me another story about another perspective on it and I'd be like oh yeah I agree with that too but yeah ultimately I do think it just is kind of it depends on the situation it depends on the people I can say I have successfully kept male friends that are just friends so you know, if we're gonna, if I'm gonna talk by example, I'll say I do believe in it. Okay, we'll leave it there for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. I know it's a little bit all over the place. If you liked it, don't forget to give me a little five star review on 
Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also leave a little comment now on Spotify. It'll say, what did you think of this episode? So leave your thoughts and opinions on everything I discussed today. If there's anything you guys want me to discuss in the coming weeks, just drop me a little DM on Instagram and I will add it to my list. As always, thank you all so much for your continued love and support on the podcast. It means the absolute world to me. I will speak to you in next week's episode. Bye.